2: Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen.
3: Give me the
2: Man, that was a tough one on Friday. Uh, maybe the toughest of the year. Uh, because, you know, there's the expectation that, hey, we're going to beat Missouri. And then it never seems to happen. But Mizzou won the ball game 29-27. Arkansas finishes 6-6. and And right or wrong, a lot of people's expectations simply were not fulfilled by this football season. And that's how we begin on the week after Thanksgiving. We hope everybody had a great holiday, everybody back at work today. As always, we are presented by Weicker Realtors The Griffin Company. If you are a buyer or a seller, you really need to log on to Weickergriffin.com. And we're also brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. How'd you do this weekend? Everybody uh, counting their money, I would imagine, as a, uh, as a new week begins. All right, let's talk about the Razorbacks. Key moment early in the fourth quarter. Quarterback counter. K.J. can't get in. Jefferson's going to get a yard before Tyron Harper makes the stop. It's going to be second down and goal for the Razorbacks from the two. They bring Knox in motion. Knox. Knox is going to take the snap. Trey Knox took the snap. Quarterback sneak, and he got to the one. Got a little bit, but not enough. It's going to be third down and goal. They're going to roll K.J. to the right, loft the football into the end zone. Incomplete. Now it's fourth down, and they're going to have to kick a field goal. They're going to bring Cam Little on. So Cam Little kicked the field goal. It's 29-27, and nobody scored again. You know, there was still 12:40 left in the game. But nobody scored again, and that proved to be the final score, and Arkansas lost by two points, and they still have never won a game in Columbia, Missouri, which is really kind of hard to believe. So what's next? It's going to be an interesting week. The portal opens today. The transfer portal opens today, and there's going to be so much activity, computers may be crashing all over America. We're going to have kids enter the portal today. Other schools are going to have kids enter the portal. It's almost like, I wonder, I should say, if it's going to be almost like some of those years gone by in high school recruiting when you say, well, we're going to get one we don't expect to get and lose one we don't expect to lose. And I just kind of wonder if it's going to be that way when schools start having players enter the transfer portal. It's going to be a shakeup among the staff, I'm sure. The strength and conditioning coach is already gone. And there may be some others. I mean, uh, some guys are going to get jobs. The reality is when expectations aren't met, um, there's going to be, there's gonna be turnover. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, we're going to have Matt Jones on here in a minute, and I want to talk to him about the importance of the strength and conditioning coach. This is one of those positions where the fans don't see the strength and conditioning coach coaching. They see the end result and, you know, the physical specimens that they watch on Saturday. But they don't know a lot about it. If you do know college football, if you do know college football, and I said this on the morning rush today, if recruiting is the lifeblood of your program, your strength and conditioning department is the backbone. It is the backbone of your program. They are developing bodies to play college football at the highest level, big kids, man, I mean big, fast kids, and you are developing those bodies to play at the highest level that college football has to offer. It's got to be good, and everybody's got to be on the same page because ultimately the physical product that you put out there on the field is the result of what they do in the strength and conditioning department. And it doesn't just cover lifting weights. I mean, we think about lifting weights, and um, there's a lot more to it than that. And uh, Sam Pittman's obviously made the decision that he needs to go a different direction. And um, we'll see what the future holds there, and we'll see what the future holds at some other spots, too. As always, on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast, we are presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. And I want to talk specifically to buyers and sellers. Because if you are selling your home, or if you are buying your home, what you want to make sure you have is a total real estate professional on your side of the table. Someone that can get you through the process even before you get to the table. Someone that understands how to negotiate. Someone that understands every nuance of the market. That's, what's, that's what you're going to find with Wiker Realtors, the Griffin Company. That was my experience with Wiker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and I think it's going to be your experience, too. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They've got another one in Springdale. They're in Bentonville, They've got an office in Fort Smith, and they've even opened a new one in Branson, Missouri. So you're going to see their yellow signs all over town. And you can log on to com. Elmo would like
1: the hug. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing.
0: Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just fifteen bucks a month. So
1: give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
3: Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at Mintmobile.com.
0: Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your
2: number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Bet online, where the game starts.
3: All
2: right, I want to talk college football. There was a lot of great action on Saturday. If you could get away with watching football all day long, I don't know that there was a better day than Saturday. And I want to talk about it with Matt Jones, Razorback legend. And he joins us on the Give Me the Hogs, Chuck podcast right now. Matt, did you watch your, uh, Michigan and Ohio State play?
1: Chuck, yes, sir. It's always good to join you. Man, what a freaking game. That was a uh, great theater. Uh, and, and just going into it, I thought, you know, Michigan didn't have the running back. It'd be tough on them. And, and man, they were hitting each other. And, and what college football was all about, that's got to be a bucket list game for me, Chuck. I've never made it out there to watch those two teams play, but I'd love to see that one day.
2: I will admit that is the only Big Ten game I ever watched from start to finish, and I don't always watch it uh, every year, but, man, it was such a great game, and as much as I hate to say it, I want to get your thoughts on this, I'm obviously going to be pulling for the SEC team for Georgia if they're the ones there, and I think they will be, but I'm not sure Michigan's not the best team out there right now.
1: You you could be right, and in talking about that, I I I kind of pull for certain coaches. And if I was a young kid, and 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 Jim Harbaugh was recruiting me, man, he he'd seem like that'd be a place I'd want to go play for. And and growing up with the Fad Five and just kind of having some Michigan roots, it seems like a, I kind of always pull for Michigan, Georgia. I mean, they got the speed still. They're they're tough. They, the way they dismantle Tennessee, and I, it just seemed weird that, that there's a lot of parity in the SEC this year. But the last few weeks, just I don't know uh, if it's just college football has changed a little bit. But it's it's like when they kind of figured it out. I mean, I, I just don't understand how Ole Miss, you know, goes one in five, one and four of their last five games. And uh, speaking of college football, with the Florida Florida State game, one of my buddies still from Jacksonville. We uh, I was talking noise to him about, about Florida, you know, losing to Vanderbilt and then losing to the, the Florida State. It's just just college football was crazy this year.
2: And then you've got Texas A&M, who's done nothing all year long. And they – I won't say they ruined LSU's season, but they took any chance of LSU getting the playoff away from them. I almost think it's getting to be, you know, in basketball – You'll see if a team's not ready to go and they play a road game, I mean, you can almost see the loss coming sometimes in college basketball. You know it's going to be tough to get out of there with a win. And sometimes in basketball, teams that aren't as good as the other team or the team that shouldn't win, wins, and sometimes even wins decisively. And you know, I think about the Liberty game. I mean, they played New Mexico State, and they were a 24-point underdog, and they got beat. I mean, they were down 42-7 to mm. as a 24-point favorite. And I wonder, and I want to get your thoughts on this because you've been in this spot. When you get to the last week of the season, coaches are thinking about where they're going to be next year. Now, if a coach is secure, you don't think about that. But if you know your coach is on the way out, every assistant coach is spending those last days trying to find a job. And I wonder now in the portal, or with the portal, and with the fact that it's opening today, you know... I've got to believe lots of players had lots of things on their mind that didn't have anything to do with a football game this past Saturday, not just maybe in our own backyard, but maybe all across the country too. Do you think that's possible right now with the way some of these players think when they get to the last weekend?
1: Yeah, Chuck, that's that's a great point. And and as far as my time up there, we didn't have the transfer portal, but and we we would have a, a guy or two, it seems like every year that might be transferring out, but it seemed like they made it to the end of the year and, and to that point as well. These kids, they go to these colleges based on the relationships with their coaches. And when the coaches pro- when they know that the the coach is probably getting out of there they're probably thinking about who's coming in. Is it, are they going to change the the way they play? Am I going to be a fit? And and it's based in. A lot of times it is based on those relationships with the coaches and 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 with the the rule now. When when I played, when you set when you transferred, you had to sit out a year, and now you don't have to. So it's uh it's definitely fast money, and I don't think I really understand it all yet, Chuck.
2: I don't think any of us do. That's I mean that's the truth, and I, I you're 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 honest when you say that, and I think all of us are probably in that spot. Changes are coming at Arkansas. Uh, there's already been one change, made. The strength and conditioning coach is no longer here, and there may be some others that are no longer here before this is all said and done. Matt, how important is the strength and conditioning program to the overall health and ultimately the results that you see on the field within a football program?
1: Chuck, man, that's I had the same guys that Don Decker was our, our strength and conditioning coach. And, and the one thing that Don Decker did really well was listen to his players and listen to his team. And uh, there, there was an exercise I was doing my freshman year and it kind of kind of made my hamstrings a little tight. And so we went about it. He listened to me, and the next, the next time, we just totally did a different thing but was able to still work the same muscle. And, and just being able to adjust and, and do that. Strength and conditioning coaches don't get a lot of, a lot of credit at all, and uh, they are very, very important to, to the program and the well-being.
2: I wonder what we're going to see over the next several days in terms of movement. It, you know, we're in an era where the players have never been more empowered than they are right now. Do you wonder sometimes, because I do, do you wonder if there's not going to be more players than spots when all this shakes out?
1: Yeah, you know, everybody thinks the grass is greener on the other side. I I, I don't know. I mean, when you make a commitment to a team, and, and I was raised a little different, I guess, you, you kind of finish it out, and, and if it's not working out, then – then then you can move on but it's it's weird seeing these kids not finish out this season and i get not going to a bowl game and i don't know if it's is is there something to be said about being the first name in the transfer portal uh do they already have a a spot they're going to go to uh, and, and you got to wonder about who's who's in these kids' ear, and it's the same thing with going to the NFL. You know, if you're not a a first, second, or third round pick, man, there, there's only so many of those, and it, it, it's not for everybody. And and maybe you need another year to come back. And uh, just I guess Chuck, you wonder who's who's the people that does, that are talking to them in their ear and what kind of advice they're giving them.
2: What's your overall take on this Razorback football season? Six and six. Didn't meet a lot of people's expectations. Just, what'd you think about it all?
1: Well, Chuck, I I, I had a seven and five when when I started the, the start of the year. I thought if we if we did really well, we could be eight and four. Um, I I was I was impressed with how they competed, though. I mean I mean we had some up and down. It was an up and down season. You lost some close games. Uh, the, the one thing I did I, li- I liked about this team and, and I told you all year long, Chuck, that I, I'd love to have been in that locker room and playing on that team. They, they seemed like they really liked each other and they seemed like they were playing with one another. And uh, I mean, the, you know the last last little bit, I, I wonder our offensive line kind of struggled a li- little bit there at the, at the end. I, I, you, you know, you, you kind of have the ups and downs of the seasons. Uh, and it, it seemed like you know this last week maybe Missouri wanted it just a little bit more because I I definitely thought we were the most talented we were the more talented team this week and and that being said there, there's a lot of parity in the SEC Chuck I think the SEC is is first class right now it's not just Alabama and everybody else uh, the you got to show up it just shows you how hard this conference is and it's hard to win on the road it's it's hard to win SEC games and. Uh, I you got to – I mean, we made a bowl game, and, and I, I was really impressed with the way the team fought. Maybe they didn't hit the expectations we wanted, but uh, they still fought for Coach Pittman to, till the end.
2: All right, let's move over to basketball before I let you go. Game tonight, Troy. Uh, what would you think of them over in Maui? That was a big-time basketball atmosphere, I got to tell you.
1: Uh, Maui, yeah. Luau Lu, man, they they were getting a little heated over there, and, and I, I forget Muscleman might have a little – uh, you know, being at Nevada and and being a West Coast guy, that he's probably beat San Diego State a couple times, and they they probably uh, I, I I I you know you don't you don't recognize that till then. But man, Chuck, the way they fought, the way this team's gonna be fun to watch. Uh, I'm excited each time I, I'm looking at the schedule to see when they play uh next. You know, I know we we play Troy tonight, and and then I'm looking okay when when they play next because you just. They're, they do something exciting each time out, and it's there's there's a, an electricity in the atmosphere every time they, they take the floor, and they're going to be fun to watch this year.
2: Sounds like we're very close to uh, Nick Smith taking the floor. Could conceivably happen uh, for one of the games this week. He's only going to make him better. But I wonder, as a guy who I know loves basketball, what's your take on Anthony Black? Can that guy go or what?
1: Anthony Black's a stud. Yeah, I mean, you, you see the games kind of coming to him each each week. He's getting better, and and yeah, Nick Smith is gonna he's gonna help us out. You want to make sure he's healthy, uh, but Anthony Black is that guy that can do a little bit of everything, and he, he seems to to be in the right position, and he seems to make the right play. Uh, and, and we're spe- speaking, you know, reminds me of a long guard named Jalen Rose, you know, that, that he was a freshman and came in there and was it was making the and he was real smooth, you know, wasn't necessarily look like he was the fastest, but he kept beating you there to the same spot. And uh, I, I see this team being being like that Michigan team we, we, when you look at uh that, that first year, I want to say they had six or seven losses. I could see Arkansas having five, six, seven losses in the regular season, but making a run in the tournament And, and it, because they are a young team. And, and, and like you said, when Nick gets there, if he's healthy, it's only going to make him better. You
2: hear him every day on Halftime with Phil Elson, the legendary Matt Jones. Matt, thanks so much as always.
1: Thanks, Chuck. I just want you to know, Chuck, I've been thinking about you.
2: Thanks to Matt Jones for joining us, as he always does each and every Monday as we wrap up the weekend and look ahead to the week. And, you know, the college football playoff rankings are going to be out tomorrow night. I guess Georgia's still going to be number one, although I'll bet you Michigan gets a lot of a lot of looks, and it would not surprise me if Michigan jumps Georgia. I don't think it's going to happen, but it wouldn't surprise me. TCU's still going to be number three. If Southern Cal wins the Pac-12 championship game, they're going to be in. Those are going to be your four teams. There's going to be debate about whether Ohio State should get in or not, but those are going to be your four teams. Now, you know, if the top three win and Southern Cal gets upset or somehow, someway, Kansas State were to win the Big 12 championship game over TCU, I don't see that happening, but if it does, you know, then Ohio State's got, a, they've got an opportunity to get back in. I don't think Alabama is going to get in, and I don't think they should get in. Um, I know Alabama is part of the discussion right now, and there is a way they could get in. and Saban said Saturday that he thought they should get in or thought they had a case. I really don't, and I say that respectfully to Alabama. They've been, uh, you know, they they've been the program, not just in our league but in college football, and you know, only Alabama would be seriously considered right now to be among the top four with two losses. They've got to have a lot of help. Could happen. I'm not saying that it won't, but I'm saying that um, I don't think Alabama really belongs in that discussion. If one of the top four teams doesn't get in, Ohio State, based on what I've seen so far, they're the team that ought to be in there. All right, basketball tonight. As we were discussing a little bit earlier, the Razorbacks take on the Troy Trojans at 7 o'clock. Sounds like, as we were discussing with Matt, sounds like we are very close to seeing Nick Smith Jr. make his Razorback debut. This was the latest from Mus on Saturday.
1: He's starting to do some team stuff again.
2: Today we'll be able to get a little bit more active. And then certainly tomorrow will be more active than even today. He's moving in the right direction. He's taking his rehab extremely serious. He and Matt, the trainer, have spent a ton of time together. He's getting closer to playing for sure. I hope he gets a chance to play if it's not tonight on Saturday. Um, You know, Anthony Black is fantastic and the others are too but i know everybody wants to see nick smith jr play and it sounds like we're very close seven o'clock is the tip-off time tonight again the razorbacks in troy tonight and they'll play san jose state on saturday as always we're brought to you in part by bet saracen and the bet saracen app how'd you do over the weekend i know many of you like to make a little wager on your favorite sporting events well bet saracen is always as close as your cell phone College football and lots of it. The NFL moving toward the playoffs. The NBA is underway. College basketball in full swing. And if you want to follow the odds, the favorites, and the underdogs, Bet Saracen is where you want to be. Now, I know they are Vegas odds, but if you're going to really bet Vegas odds legally, you got to be in Vegas. And Arkansas law prevents all those big national apps from operating within our state or operating inside our state. So, if you want the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you really need to be on the Saracen app. It's very simple. Just go to the app store, download Saracen or go to BetSaracen.com. They've got a how-to-play video, and they'll fix you up and get you ready to go. All right, we've got a busy week ahead. Now, there's going to be a lot to follow with Razorback football. There's obviously going to be a basketball game tonight, and there's going to be stuff to talk about there as well and we want you to make plans to be with us all week long. We'd also ask that you search Hit That Line for this podcast and all the podcasts on the network. Rate and subscribe, get our content to other hog fans, and also subscribe so the podcast will automatically download to your device. We'll be back on Wednesday. Hope you will be too. Till then, thanks for listening.
3: Hey, give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an F. What's that sound? Give me the hog, Chuck.
1: <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written
0: consent. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
3: You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks.